<clears throat> Welcome to the TB Toy Cast, where Travis and Brian talk all things toys from the past, the present, and the future. Ugh, that's all we need, another podcast where a bunch of nerds talk about toys. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for the TB Toycast. My name is Brian, and joining me, as always, on this adventure down the toy aisle is my good friend Travis. Travis, are you ready to talk some toys? Heck yeah, I am. It's uh, it's been a long sabbatical, even though it's been one week, but uh, yeah, I well, am ready to talk some toys. We do... At time of recording, right? That's kind of a, a go-to for us. It's always different, but we've almost had like a week and a half in between episodes here, so um, it's time. You know, I, I've been like itching to do this again because uh, we don't get to talk toys. The world of toys changes very quickly, and I'm sure just in a couple of days after the, we record this, some new big news will happen that we haven't covered yet, but that, that leads us into the next episode, right? Exactly, because that's... Like you said, that's really how it is. We'll record, and then tomorrow morning there's going to be ground, groundbreaking, earth-shattering news, and we're like, crap. Now yep. we're going to be way behind. No doubt about it. Um, this week is episode 27, and we are diving into our main event of G.I. Joe Classified, which uh, fell into the category of current day. So you were pretty giddy to discuss these. Um, yeah, I mean, these. This is a fun I, uh, line. I, um, I'm. I, I was kind of ready to collect GI Joe again when they announced this. Full steam ahead. I was so excited. And it's, you know, it's one. I want to talk about it because it's not fighting foods. Because who really wants to talk about fighting foods? Yeah. Like, okay. So we have uh, a fella up there who's in the process of making a new stage, and he just threw it down on the ground. He's so angry. <laughs> Nate, we're, I'm sorry, okay? All right, I want food-based toys as well. <laughs> I, I would rather talk about fighting humans than fighting foods. I mean, oh, come man. on now. Shots fired. It's early in the episode um, making enemies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this was a, uh, a very polarizing uh, toy line, mm -hmm. uh, at least for the Die Hard Joe communities, because Joe, you know, we, we covered... Uh, Series one of Joe from the late seventies and early eighties. Like Joe has been three and three quarters for well over thirty years. That's and what you think of when you think of GI Joe. At least I do. Exactly. So you know there were there were always rumblings of Marvel Legends size or six inch or you know well I you know I, I I'm out at six inch because Joe is three and three quarters and but. Then there's always that argument. Well, Joe was 12 inch first before three and three quarters, so right. like you know, do what the market wants. And I, uh, you know, I think they've they've done a great job. It's obviously extremely popular because it's rarely found in you know when we do our figure hunting. Right. Uh, They're just now starting to be like more readily available. I feel like, and that's been almost a year, maybe more. Yeah. Yep. And so it's going to be uh, be fun to talk about. Go over that first series, um, and you know some of the things that that we remember uh, of that first series coming out and finding 
finding them and uh you know i i have got a little little bonus that i had actually forgot about like when i got my first series oh, nice. uh, i've got i uh i got something a little extra very cool so that will be our main event i'm excited to dive into it it's going to be a fun line for sure as i said it's episode 27 thus it is uh my week for the icebreaker and you know i'm always trying to throw something different at you and is it possible we repeat an icebreaker probably but i'm going to throw something just basic at you this week okay money's not an issue space in your house is not an issue you can collect one more toy line but for whatever reason you haven't yet, what would it be? And it, and this could be past or present. Man, I I would collect now that it's complete and it's got a definite start, a definite end. Um, I would collect Motu classics. Ooh, good call. Uh, did you collect those at all before? I did, and I had a smattering, and like here and there, like yeah, I would buy some through Maddie Collector. Uh, I had a friend. These were like a mid two thousands line, right? If I remember correctly. Yes, and these were the first subscription based uh, figure lines to where every month. You you it was every month or every other month. It may have started off every other month and then turned into every month. It, it, it's hard to say, but uh, you know where you paid your money and then they sent you the figure. And you know the first were like He Man, Skeletor, all this. Well, like then you're saying this is early two thousands where you didn't that wasn't the norm, like. Yeah you didn't pay somebody to send you a figure. You just bought it off the shelf. Now, so when you signed up for that, cause I didn't know that it was that way. Did you know which figure you were going to get? Or is it a surprise? You knew who you were going to get. And then there was always a bonus figure. So wow. Like what would happen is uh, from my not, cause I never did a subscription because I was coming out of high school Mm-hmm. And like, just like I said, this was just foreign to me. Like, why would I pay for a subscription? I just want to buy the toys. So what would happen is they would get their subscription number, make, you know, if the subscription was 3,000 figures, but they had to make a minimum of 5,000, they would throw the additional 2,000 on Maddie Collector and you would get a shot to buy it that way. Um but then it just got so popular that you know people were buying multiple subscriptions because sure. buy, buy three so you can flip two of them exactly uh, and because that exclusive figure could only be bought through the uh, through the club or whatever Maddie collector and it. Uh, you know, looking back, you know, a lot of people complained. A lot of people complained about the figures. But, you know, for every dud, there are some great figures. Like, 
you know, your original He-Man, Skeletor, um, they were, I think, the definitive sculpts. Uh, you know, we don't have the, you know, even the, the Origins line is doing great, but, you know, the, some of the head sculpts leave you, you're, you're scratching your head. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these figures were made by the Four Horsemen, which have now moved right. on to the Mythic Legions. We got Castle Grayskull. We got Snake Mountain. Um, and I would add one other thing. Uh, I would also include Eternia because it, that was such a big play set that it would go right along with uh, that Castle Grayskull and, and Snake Mountain. But like uh, Kyle Peterson just posted, he bought the entire collection. It was the biggest toy collection that he had bought on his YouTube. And when you see a picture of all of the figures, like, cause they, they did, you know, not just the toy line, but then they did a filmation line and then they did She-Ra and then they did, you know, some off the wall figures. But like when you see all of them together and you look at it as one finite collection, it's like, man, they really, really did a good job with that. So that would be my my collection that I would buy. You really intrigued me with the subscription figure service. That sounds like a great idea to me. It really was. Like, they gave you plenty of time to... Is it uh, like, did you buy it every month or was it like... Yeah. Or, or so it's like like, automatically it, withdrawn, kind of like a Netflix subscription. How does that yeah, work? Yeah, it, it was automatically withdrawn. So, say, the first, second, or third of every month, it was withdrawn, uh, withdrawn, withdrawn from your account, and then you got the figure either that same month or the – yeah, it was the same month because they, they took it out when they shipped it. Mm-hmm. And um, I said this was 20 – you know, 20 some years ago, I think it started out as six, but then they like it, it picked up steam and got so popular that it got to 12. And so every month you were getting a new figure and then it turned into, that sounds so cheap by today's standards though. Oh yeah. Well then it turned into, all right, you're getting the regular line. Do you want the princess of power line? Do you want the filmation line? And they just kept, Adding and adding and adding, but it was cool because you also got, you know, you got your classics, you got people that, you know, were original people like Castle Grayskull Man, Anti-Eternia He-Man, it it just, like, it would work better now because collectors are used to it, but that's, but because of that subscription, that's why some of these figures are literally in the hundreds, if not, I don't know if any of them quite tip a thousand yet. Yeah, but but they're worth like a lot. I know. Yeah, like Fisto and Tila, like the first Tila. Um, but there's a good amount of them that like easily three to five hundred dollar figures, just because they were short print, because nobody, you know. I'm not getting a, a monthly subscription to an action figure. I 
it's what I did. Like, I want to buy it online. Why can't this be on Big Bad Toy Store or Maddie yeah. Collector? Like, and you know, that's why I would pick them up at comic conventions, and I would spend instead of the thirty bucks, I would spend fifty to sixty. I'd I'd pay double, but you know, I didn't have to worry about you know. Oh well, I don't. I want eight of the twelve figures. I you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to sell the other four. Well, and also, too, it's kind of like a Super 7 doing a month or two-month pre-order. But, like, when they do that with, like, Ninja Turtles, it's like, hey, we're doing a pre-order of Wave 5. Wave 1 is now starting to hit. So now people are seeing them, and they're like, oh, I want these. Well, they're on Wave 5 now. You know what I mean? It's 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 kind of makes it hard to jump in on those, I guess. So Yeah, that's exactly uh, So I can see a subscription service working but also people not liking it but honestly i think that was very much ahead of the game with subscription boxes and and things like that being popular or you know we'll talk about it later but loot crate and the NECA figures like i think it's a smart idea i think that could that could really take off if uh if someone wanted to go that route for sure oh yeah i think i think it could definitely really with any toy line whether it be he-man or Wrestling or mm-hmm. GI Joe, you know, when you get these, a, a collector, like a subscription that a collector is specifically buying, that's where you can delve into, you know, out of the ordinary, you know, Joe characters or a one-off wrestler or yeah, well, I'd say Marvel Legends, but they're you know, there's four lines of Marvel Legends going at once right now, so right, I. But you get a chance to expand other than your, uh, I say, commons or people that are figures that are released over and over and over again. Well, I think it's probably about time to transition to our uh, our next segment of what's got us excited, what's in the news. Um, I'll start. Uh, this is not something that I'm excited about, actually, but it's something I feel like I need to talk about. So you know this, but uh, I don't think I put it out on the podcast yet. I uh, Obviously, people do know I have been trying to curate, curate um, a line of Hasbro figures. Not really too concerned about the uh, green cards because I, I don't feel like that spending that much on those figures is probably something I'm going to do. But everything beyond that I feel like is doable. So I'm trying to, trying to get a collection of, of Hasbros. And one of the more expensive figures, which I'm, I'm trying to take my time on and kind of go slow. Um, one of them is Rick Steiner. And, uh, so I found someone on eBay who is selling Rick Steiner for forty nine ninety nine plus like five fifty shipping. And as you probably know, that's actually a very good deal for that figure. Oh yeah. It's, I never understood why Rick was worth so much more. Yeah. Never I, made sense to me. I don't know. Maybe it's cause he's more original parts and Scott is clearly a, Mr. Perfect repaint? I don't know. But it's hard to say. Exactly. Um, But anyway, you know, it's kind of like any Hasbro. Like, why is Nails so much? I no idea. But so I I order this Rick Steiner. And I ordered this. Like, I I won't say the dates because this will come out a few weeks after we record it, obviously. But from from today, it's been right around three weeks. And, uh, and this just got resolved today, as a matter of fact. So I order it. 
Three days later, they I get the shipping announcement, which I thought was not long, but normally most people on eBay that run a store ship the next day. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, it's just a figure. It's not a big deal. Three days, no problem. So I get my uh, tracking number, and I, I actually use a USPS app, and I put all my tracking numbers in it, and then you can name the package. So I you know name it Rick Snyder Hasbro. So I'll go to that app and see where all my packages are coming. Just a way for me to kind of keep up with them. Right. Because, yep. I mean, I, if you order a lot of stuff, it's easy to forget, like, oh, wait, where did that – did that ever come in? Like, what happened? You know, type of thing. And so it had been uh, about a week, and and it still said pre-shipment. And as we know, usually when it's in pre-shipment, that means, like, they printed the label, but they haven't actually shipped anything. So I send the seller a message like, hey, just checking on. I wonder what's going on. And don't get a response back right away. It was a good couple of days later. Hey, sorry for the delay. I've been out of town all weekend. Been one of those weekends. And I'm like, oh, right. Like, that's such a weird response, you know, from a seller. And I'm like, here's the thing. This ain't 1999. You ain't on your your Dell computer. You know what I mean? Like we're doing right. this on our iPhones, right? Let's let's call it what it is. You're getting the email notification and the eBay app notification, right? That you've got a new message and an email at the same time. You're right. doubling up on notifications. Exactly. And it was something like, "Yep, they picked up the package on the 20th. I I it should have arrived by the 24th. I don't know why it's not there." And I'm like. Okay, they picked up the package, huh? Like, hmm. hmm. Maybe it's a store. Maybe that happens. But I've always, I've known most places you drop off your packages. You know, you can ship it from home, but then you just drop it off. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe that's how they do it there. I don't know. And uh, nothing happens. So I message again about a week after that. Still nothing. And I've been sending messages to the USPS and this and that and like all this stuff and I'm like, okay, that's fine, but how come you have not even said anything to me except for when I message you? Like that kind of came across a little odd. And, and yeah, why isn't he being proactive about it? Right, and I'm not worried about like when the figure gets here. I'm worried about I've got money tied into this, not like a crazy amount of money, but a decent amount. I don't want I I'm. I'm very nervous when something's in the possession of the mail for a while. Yeah. It has a better chance of being damaged. So, uh, just today I sent another message and like basically just running around and like, well, I did this, I did that, I did this and all this crazy stuff and finally got your package, but it had been, it had been smashed. The figure had been broken. And I'm waiting for my camera to charge to take a picture of it for you. And I'm like, again, who's who's buying a digital camera these days? Like, you know. As he responds from his Android or iPhone. Well, yeah, right? I mean, again, this is not 1999 eBay where it's like, man, if I had a digital camera, I could put pictures on the Internet. You know, like it's not right. it's not how it works anymore. And so I'm just like, okay. And they ended up reimbursing the money. So no issues there. It was just such a hassle. My assumption is they probably sold something they didn't have. And that or he was making side deals on 
Facebook or Instagram and sold it there when I paid yep. for it and then didn't know what to do and was hoping to get another one, you know, type of thing. Or he, you know, watch his seller. Uh, I mean, you got to say, watch his eBay auction, see if he relists it again. For more Cause money. Because I have seen for more money because he may not have got, like you said, what he thought he should get. So it could be. Yeah. I mean, it's a little extra work. Uh, don't know if it's necessarily worth it, but you know, I've seen that with figures and uh, cards. You know, I've, I've snagged a card for a buck or two. Oh, it must've got lost in the mail. Cause I sent it in. You know, speaking of, I, I learned a new term. Like, cause I'll, I'll buy some wrestling cards. Uh, cause I've started collecting those, but PWE is, uh, the acronym for plain white envelope. Mm-hmm. So, and what that means is they just put it in a plain white envelope with like first class, but no, no tracking. So, so it's just like snail mail. Exactly. And, you know, Oh, well I sent it out at a PWE and you know, there's no tracking on it. Here's your buck 50 back. And it's like you said, it's not like I have a lot of money invested in these cards, but it's 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 a hassle of I, a way to do it. Yeah, I, if you want five dollars for a card, start the bidding out at five dollars. You know, I got you know a, same thing. Like I got two Brandy Rhodes. I got a top chrome, tops chrome, and a tops chrome refractor, and I literally was the only bidder for five days, and I got them for ninety nine cents. But yet, uh, they have a, kind of the same thing. Like, well, where are they? Well, I sent them in a plain white envelope. You know, give it another five to seven days. Da 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 da. So it's it's hard to say. And the thing is, we get our money back, but it's still the annoyance of well, now I've got to look for another one. And, well, and you well, might, shoot, and if like, you landed a deal, you might not be able to get that same deal again. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, even if I get two cards for a buck a piece, I'm still going to have to pay another yeah. dollar or two for, for shipping. And I know that's, you know, we're splitting hairs at this point, but it's still a, you know, frustrating thing. Oh, no doubt about it. So, you know, that kind of just, I ended up finding another one on eBay for, within a few dollars. So I wasn't upset by that, but again, it's just, it's just annoying that it's like, I know you're lying to me. Like it just, I would be, I think I would actually respond better if they told the truth, even if it wasn't something I wanted to hear, if that makes yes. sense, you know, it's just, well, at least you, at least you were honest about it. So, so there was that, um, as far as what else has got me excited. Um, I, I have been really getting into Aikido Warriors, Travis. We've talked about these before. Um, I think right after last week's episode, I went to Target and I bought my first ones. I was there and, um, yeah, again, you know, I've t- me and you have talked about it, but I'm still like back and forth on the uh, Batman 66 figures. I just can't. I look at them and I'm like, uh, they're cool, but I don't know if I want them. I'm telling you, it's at eighteen dollar price point. That's like, if they were ten bucks, I'd have bought all three. Absolutely guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. And eighteen and, uh, bucks for that figure is is a lot. It is, it, and uh, especially it, when the uh, multiverse a, are only twenty. Yeah, and 
you know, maybe these were the figures that were supposed to be like 12 to 15, but, you know, because 18 is a, yeah, 18 is a weird, it's not 15, it's not 20, like 18 is just an odd price, kind of like how Faker was supposed to be 30, like Skelegod, but it's 33, like, who puts 33 on an action figure? You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's just that 18 is an odd price. I remember when Mattel took over the license and they said elites were going to be 20. I remember thinking, like, $20? No way. And people pay it all day now. But it just, at the time, it seemed like such a huge jump. Um, But at the same time, they're only going to go up to what people will pay. Like, that's actually kind of what... what didn't why I didn't buy the the Power Ranger two villains that they made that were thirty bucks each. I'm like, these are twenty dollar figures you're selling for thirty bucks just because they're in a bigger box. And Faker was that way too, and I get that, but it's just it's one of those weird things where they they jump the price on these certain figures, and it's like, why? Like they don't need to be that expensive. So so anyway, back to what I was talking about. I I'm looking at the figures, and I'm like, maybe. Maybe I get the Joker. Maybe I get Robin. I don't know. And I'm and so I went back and looked at the other action figures because those Batman figures are actually by the collectibles, oddly enough. Yeah, that is weird. I, yeah. I noticed the same thing. They're back there with you know Neca and yeah. all those reaction. Right. And so I went back and then I saw the Akito Warriors. Now we had talked about these before, and I had kind of seen them in, in droves, but then they all kind of disappeared, which again made me think like, oh, these are getting popular. And and so I found one two pack, and it was of that Cuxley character, which you've acclaimed as like Odita, basically. Yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. That's yep. Odita. Yeah, and then Crack Up, who's the clown? And I'm all about evil clowns. I think those are so much fun, especially in this form. And so I bought those two, and then I had to buy a mystery guy. And so I was like, okay, this is fun. You know what I mean? Like, and so I sent you a picture, and it's on the TV Toycast Instagram. If you want to see it, I was like. I have to get these. These are fun. And, um, and, but what I realized the fun is the mystery figure. That's where the fun comes in. They're five bucks for them. So it's super affordable. Um, all in all, like you've probably seen some videos I posted on Patreon. I've got like nine of them now. Um, I've, I bought a couple of the two packs, but mostly mystery figures. Uh, dude, it's, they're a lot of fun. Um, me and my nephew are going to do some YouTube stuff playing them. So I love the over the top characters. I love that they're, cheap i love that they're you know fun like i i dig these and they're not the typical thing that i think most figure collectors would get but i dig them man i think it's a really cool uh really cool line and 38 characters in the first wave man i hope they i hope there's a second wave and the fact that these are disappearing i think they there will be i do too uh i can't wait uh because rumor has it santa and is bringing some uh for christmas um, so I, well, he's probably already making wait. his list and checked it twice. So of course, uh, yeah. Cause you know, you gotta, you gotta, the, there's a pandemic. You gotta get done early. Gotta get stuff done early. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, so, sometimes Santa opens those things up to make sure they work right. You know, <laughs> the Santa's quality control has had very strong urges to, to check these out. But, yeah. uh, I I agree. I think that the price point is right. Uh, that it's covering a lot of ground. Like like you were saying, there's a, an evil clown. There's 
you know, we call him Onita, but he's really kind of like a... He's like Bruce Lee. Karate... Yeah, Bruce Lee, Liu Kang guy from Mortal Kombat. You've got lizards, you've got knights, you've got ghosts. You've got a baseball player that really doesn't make any sense. But, like, oh, I got a lo- I got a scuba diver, my last mystery set. And then I got a big giant baby. Well, yeah. I mean, like, that's just like, amazing. And then I got, like, an evil Care Bear. Come on, like, all day long. Yeah. That's, a, that's fantastic. And... The price point is right, and I'm going to make a comparison um, the, to uh, shout out to Drew Vensel for absolutely. Pizza Math. Pizza um, Math, absolutely. Because with these, like in your mind, you were like, all right, I could get all three of these Batman figures at $18 a piece. And that's, uh, let's see, four. Uh, maybe. But then you're like, but I could get a lot more Aikido Warriors for less. So, like, that's Pizza Math. And Pizza Math is, you know, you get – it doesn't matter the size of the slice. You get more slices. So that's the the long and short of it. So I I think that uh, Pizza Math definitely goes with – Akita Warriors, because for the $20 that you spend on an Elite or G.I. Joe Classified or DC Multiverse, right? Um, you can get four Akita Warriors and maybe get the $1,200 Super Ultra Frost Knight guy. Isn't like, that nuts that they was going for that much? Yes. I mean, granted, um, that doesn't mean anyone paid that much, but still. Yeah, it's a buy it now price. Somebody found it. It's the first one. Uh, somebody threw it up on eBay, and will it sell for twelve hundred dollars? No, because this is like I said, this is more of a kid's toy. Right. Um, it's also a, kind of like a a boy action figure Pokemon, if you think about it. Sure. Because yeah. yeah, like you know, gotta collect them all. We talked about that before. Like, how cool would it be to? you know, collect them all or, or, or something like that, because you do have 38 figures to, to collect. And, you know, when you get down to the nitty gritty, you want to get everybody. So, Oh, for sure. One thing I found very interesting too, and I, and I was telling you this before we started recording, um, my Walmart had restocked them and I'm like, Oh, awesome. I'm going to get some more. And I found two different two packs that I passed on because I already had one of the figure. And I'm like, see, that's kind of an interesting, interesting thing, right? Because you might be like, well, you know what? I really like one of them was the the baseball player. His name's Slam Granderson, and he goes up against Shreddy Bear, who's like the evil Care Bear. Well, I have Shreddy Bear, so I passed, hoping I'll find Slam Granderson in one of the mystery boxes. But you don't know if I will. So, right, it's kind of that's an interesting your... way to collect. It, but it makes it fun. But I also look at it too, like if I get a double. I can mail it to you or I can give it to my nephew. So it's like I can still make do or get online and do some trading, which is also fun. That would be cool. Let's, uh, you know, we're pushing Akita Warriors. So everybody go buy your Akita Warriors and we'll have a TV toy cast trade thing, trade thon, trade trade group to, to where we all can help each other out because I said, I think they're cool. 
uh, I know you think they're cool, and we've talked about these almost more than any other action figure recently and how excited we get about these stupid little guys, but they're not so stupid. They're, they're pretty cool. It's definitely a fun thing. And again, it's, it's really cool to me. Like when you, when you hit their head, the whole body just kind of falls apart. It's really a fun idea. Well, I think the other thing too, honestly, without the, I know they've got the little, uh, pedestal to attach them to mm-hmm. you could put all 38 of these figures in a lunchbox or a ziploc bag and Abs- you don't have yes yeah, they don't take up a lot of real estate like it's like perfect put a get a get a tupperware box or a lunchbox throw them in that and then you've got an entire collection and it's taking up the same amount of space as one carded figure yeah, because they're about the size of a muscle figure. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Lego guy, muscle figure. Yeah, yeah. They're... Definitely a fun idea. I hope they continue. Um, so that's definitely something I'm excited about is I've been finding myself buying more mystery boxes, but I've also been doing unboxing videos on our Patreon, on the Breaker and Bane Patreon, just as a fun thing to do. And that's kind of fun, you know, um, just because it's like, oh, I wonder what I'll get. And so far, I haven't actually had any duplicates, and I'm sure I will, but... Again, that's kind of what makes it fun to get those mystery figures. So that's definitely something I uh, I have been excited for. Um, I do have one more quick story, and I'll throw it over to you. I've had a lot of very interesting post office visits lately. I was actually shipping something to you um, last week, which was uh, the Faker figure that we talked about and a couple of other things. And I'm at the post office. I, I've given the lady the box. There's an old guy behind me. He goes up to the next teller. And, and at, you've shipped enough stuff, you know. It's like, all right, can you hit the button? Nothing liquid, fragile, perishable, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. And you hit, no. Okay, it's going to be this much. Yes, you know, and you go about your business. So this dude's right next to me, right to my right. And he's like, I'm not pushing no button. And she's like, oh, I'm like well, you have to. Like, I, I don't have to push nothing. I ain't pushing no button. And she's like, all right, you're more than welcome to take your package somewhere else. I worked for the post office for 40 years, and we ain't never had to do anything like this. this is absolute crap. I mean, he's just going off on it. I'm wow. Like, I'm, I'm, so I'm, like, kind of just baffled by the fact it's like, Shane asking for a blood sample, bro. Just push the button, you know? like <laughs> Push the green button. Yeah. I mean, go. I'm thinking, like, my God. Like, that, I've never seen anyone react that way. And the button's just so that it's not liquid, perishable, or fragile or whatever. And Right. And so he finally pushes it. But the teller was really got me good. You know, she gives me my total and I'm like, okay. And I pull out my debit card. She goes, we don't take cards. And I'm like, what? Anyway, this guy, in in the process of that, I I left out a detail. This guy kept saying about all these new policies where your postmaster needs to say no to these new policies. That's what he needs to do. You know, it's just one of those things. These people work there. They're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just like, hurry up. It's just that simple, sir. Let's yeah. just say no. And so when she said no cards, I was like, what? She's like, it's a new policy. And I'm like, she's like, I'm just kidding. And I'm like, oh, uh, man. <laughs> I was like, uh, you had me going. So I'm like, I don't have any cash on me. So it was just, that just made me laugh because she's like blatantly awesome. making fun of this guy without him even realizing it because he's so worked up about pushing a button, you know. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. So Yeah, because like I said, the postmaster can – stop an implementation of taking a credit card machine throughout right. the entire post. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so. it's pretty gnarly. 
how people are. But I mean, I feel like every time I'm at the post office, there's always some type of weird thing where someone doesn't know how to do something. And it's just like, my God, I'm just want, I just want to mail my package. Can I do that and leave? Right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, what's, uh, what's got you excited this week, man? Um, I have yet to see it personally, but, um, I follow a guy on TikTok who, um, he goes and does food delivery, um, like DoorDash, but he also will do grocery shopping for people. Yep. And when he does that, he's a Hot Wheel collector and he will, on his three minute TikToks, go and like, you know, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm at Walgreens today. Look what the – and he'll do his little – he'll do his figure hunting or his car hunting and show you what new Hot Wheels are out and what he picks up. And uh, he was at Target the other day. And, well, first, I noticed Target has been getting in more – collector's items like more high end or higher a higher price like uh legos and like other types of like higher end toys like they've got a high-end toy section but then well they were the first you know, ones to get NECA, right i mean way yes. before walmart did so that makes sense um but then they they also um are getting in some of these bigger Lego sets that are, you know, 200, mm-hmm. 250, like expensive Lego sets. Like they're, they're expanding it. And I saw last week they had the Adidas shoes Legos and like, wow, that's, you just don't, you don't expect seeing that at, at Target, even though Target is better than Walmart. Um, don't at me because we all know it's true. Like lo- I love Walmart. I'm a Walmart guy, but you know, Target is is better than than the Walmart. But uh, while he was doing one of his uh, car hunts, he showed. I'm tweeting at Tar- Walmart right now that you think Target's better. By the way, perfect. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we'll get a sponsor from from one of them. Perfect. Yeah. Well, uh, like, oh, we'll sponsor you. We, you think we think we suck? Like, yeah, I think everyone else does too, pal. <laughs> yep. Bribe us. Bribe us. I, I will all... say, not to cut you off, but like Walmart employees have stopped even pretending to care, or at least Target people pretend to care, and that's all I need yes. is just some artificial, you know, kindness. Yeah. Walmart employees are like, we don't care. Oh, straight up. I was in line the other day, and I was just actually buying something for a birthday. a few months ago. And um, it was a self-checkout. You know, there's like eight of those at my Walmart. I don't know how many is at yours, but there's a bunch. There's 20 people in line waiting to get on these. Eight people out there. So it's going slow. No other registers are open. And so this girl's walking by. She's on her cell phone, working there. This guy in front of me is kind of complaining. He's like, hey, think I might open up some registers? And she's just like, I don't know. And just kept walking. And I was just like, Wow. Doesn't even <laughs> care. Unbelievable. He was so mad. Oh, I'm going to talk to her manager. And I'm like, well, that'll do some good. <laughs> yeah, that'll, because then the manager will be like, well, um, you're done. Your next self checkout's available, sir. So, yeah. you know, get on over there. Right. But, uh, long story short, he's on one of his car hunts and he's showing everything. He's like, well, here, look, this is what's in the Lego section. And his target, which means other targets will be getting them soon, if not already, 
had the Lego Nintendo set that had the where you built the Nintendo console with the retro TV and the oh, like yeah. jumping Mario. Uh, Target had that, so uh, don't think I'm going to get it. But I'm kind of I guess what excites me is that we're getting you know. We've got NECA, and now we're getting some higher-end Lego sets. So maybe, you know, Target will be expanding the toy section once Christmas is over or, you know, getting a little more stuff than than what we're seeing because it's nice seeing that stuff other than in a catalog or having to go specifically to a Lego store, seeing it in person. No, I, I think sometimes with these toy lines, it's easy for me to say because I'm not investing any money, but I think you have to try, right? Like, if you would have told me, like, hey, I bet this toy line, NECA, could do really good making Ninja Turtle figures for 40 bucks each, I'd be like, Psh, I don't think so. But then you see them, and you're like, wow, those are pretty freaking amazing. So yes. it's one of those things NECA, like Rad Chad actually described him very well. I said NECA is not really an action figure, but it's not completely a collectible. It's kind of a little bit of both. And I'm like, oh, yeah, very cool. And like the way the boxes are, they're perfect for display. You can't open them. They're very poseable, multiple heads, hands, all that good stuff. But it's it's also very much a collector-based item. It's not really right. for everybody. And... I feel like a lot of the toy sections, especially at Walmart and Target, are geared towards 100% these are toys. When collectibles, it's like, you know, think you think of like Hot Toys and all these high-end collectible yeah. companies. There's a market there. Yeah, so, I mean, they're getting into higher-end Gundam models now at Target. Right. Like, it, it's just an expansion, so it gives me hope that, you know, this is stuff that we would have seen at Toys R Us. Like, right. it, we're we're getting little glimpses of what you know that we were used to seeing. Because, like I said, Toys R Us had a giant NECA section. Uh, I you know the, I remember seeing like the four foot Deadpool figures or the four foot Batman figures and all this other stuff. And you know, yeah. Target slowly caught up, and you know, it just is. Hopefully it's not just a Christmas season and that this they will still, you know, bring in some more stuff. No, I, I completely agree. And I think there's so many online exclusive toys nowadays. Like what if, you know, Target, who I, I feel like, and this kind of goes back to what you were saying originally, they're ahead of the curve on collectibles. I don't necessarily think their employees are like that, but I think they're ahead of the curve in like, Let's do a, a collector section because they had that well, well before Walmart, NECA, all that stuff was well before Walmart. So, I you know I would make me wonder if they if they get wind of like you know the heels and faces line, like oh this guy's independently doing these, we want those in our stores. You know, it, granted it's a carded Hasbro to the average fan would they pay forty bucks for it? Probably not. But legitimately, this is like the only Dino Bravo figure ever. Yep. Uh, the first time a lot of these guys, like Jeff Jarrett, like was supposed to literally be in the Hasbro line and it didn't happen. Zombies making it. So it's one of those things where to the right person or, or kind of like the Super 7 uh, 
I, I can't think of what they're called, like the retro figures. Um, yeah, you know, the what I'm talking about ultimate, like the not the ultimate. I Reaction. know what you're talking about though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, well, those are like eighteen bucks. I mean, they're not worth that, but to the right person, they're like, oh, I want these. So again, it's it's kind of that because you can look at those, and then you can see like the new Marvel three and three quarter. They're basically the same scale, but those Marvel ones are ten bucks. These are eighteen. But same time, they're all very cool figures. So it just depends on what you're into. And I think with collecting, we all have to kind of pick and choose to to a degree. Um, like I was going to talk about this and what we're finding, although I didn't technically find this, but uh, Goliath from NECA is coming out the Gargoyles figure. Yes, I was never a huge Gargoyles fan, but I really want that figure. Like. That figure makes me want to rewatch Gargoyles on Disney Plus because it's so cool. So, oh man, let's go back to episode one. Yeah, right. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure it was it was either the first episode or the second. It was early. It was very early. And I said, you, you know what? I'm probably going to get Goliath. I, and you're like, nope, not going to do that. I don't collect that. I, if I get one, I'm going to get them all. But then when you see it, you're right. This Goliath is awesome. Yeah, it's going to so, be great. But back, back breaker, to your, eat your words. Yeah. Serve you your words. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, back to your original point, though. Like, Target, I think, is ahead of the curve. And so I think doing stuff like that and taking those chances has paid off for them. I mean, had they not done this with NECA, I don't think we'd have NECA figures at Walmart right now. Oh, I wholeheartedly agree with that because the I, I think – NECA and Walmart are a coin flip. I think there, I think there's about one Walmart, and this is purely speculation because I, I go to a lot of Walmarts because I have more Walmarts per capita than Target. Sure, but I feel like one Walmart is set aside as the like collectible Walmart sure. to where they will get the majority of the NECA, whereas another Walmart at the other end of town's like, they're not going to get anything other than Billy Irish figures. So like no Ninja Turtles or anything like that. So, right. And you may be right. And I don't know how they determine that, but I would say I haven't had the math, but in my hometown, we probably have a lot more Walmarts than target. So it's probably the same thing. So again, probably, you know, if you have, the ultimate crank figure to spread out amongst four stores. That's easier than trying to spread it out amongst eight stores, you know? Yes. Instead of giving every store one, you give four stores two, right. And probably, probably something similar to that. But yeah, I think targets doing a great job with that. Um, anything else you're, uh, you're excited for before we get into what we're finding on the pegs. That's it. Let's uh, get to what we're finding out there on the pegs. So I haven't found a lot, honestly. I was out of town all weekend, so I didn't really do any toy spotting then. I did hit a couple of Walmarts driving back and forth from where I was going, but again, nothing really found. Um, oddly enough, I went to Target today here in my hometown, and you know, I told everyone last week I was at Target. I found two fakers from the Masterverse line. Bought one for me, bought one for you. Um, I went to that same Target today. They had four fakers on the on the stand, not on the pegs because it's not hanging, but. Four fakers. I was very shocked by that. Um, <clears throat> and still no Goliath. That was the one I was kind of wanting to see in person. I know some of the new NECA frogs are hitting, and as is Chrome Dome, none of those were there. 
Uh, but once again, I saw all three Batman figures from the 66 line. I, I once again passed, but that's uh, just one of those things, man. And uh, also, too, I'll throw this out there. Uh, shipping from Wolf's Chop Shop will be happening this weekend, I think. So I'm excited for that. Some new Chop Shop figures will be coming. So look for new pictures. Very nice. Um, I found just kind of like a hodgepodge of stuff. Uh, if you followed our, our Facebook, like, posted pictures, uh, I saw the new Netflix Masters of the Universe uh, kids TV show lines. Yep, I still uh, haven't seen those yet. The, that was kind of cool. Anything not you'd my, buy? Uh, no, not really. Cool. I mean, it. They remind me of the, of the the cartoon or the kid uh, GI Joe figures that are out. Kind of like bright colors. Would, would your and, son like them? Maybe. You know, I don't know. We we haven't watched the new He Man uh, cartoon yet. Uh, possibly. See, that's but, a weird. That's a weird thing for me, and I'll tell you why. Because I understand collector line, kids line. I feel like Origins was the collector line with Masterverse. That kind of feels like it becomes the kids line to me. And Masterverse is the collector yes. line just based on price point. Now you have this. Where does this fall in? You know, it's almost kind of like when I'm telling myself, well, I can't collect two lines. Well, I'm certainly not going to collect three. Right. And I guess the – when you said – I guess the reason we haven't watched it is like I, I've watched – the both Gavin and Gracie know what He Man and Skeletor is because we've watched, you know, on streaming. So sure. I, I don't know. Like we just haven't got around to it because school and soccer and everything else. But uh, those were kind of cool. Um, I've seen a handful of elites from '85 to SummerSlam. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff. Found some more Turbo Mans. Oh, nice. Uh, and within the week, I had found Series 4, 5, and 6 of AEW Unrivaled, which is They're crazy starting to, to hit me. more, aren't they? Yeah, like three series within uh, a week. Yeah. And... At Target, I did find uh, a whole line of unmatched Series 1, no chase, uh, but I did find the LJN Cody in blue, so I have yet to find the red Cody. Nice. Um, I found uh, Scarlet and the other girl from the Snake Eyes movie. Awesome. And... I think that's about it, but they, they did a lot of restocking at uh, my Target and uh, Walmart. You know, I didn't, you know, didn't really buy anything, but it was good to see some new stuff hit the shelves. Definitely, and I and I think that's what's, uh, that's what's cool is always finding new stuff. But if you don't have anything else, man, I think it's about time to dive into our main event. I really wish I had some witty G.I. Joe comment, but let's just get to the main event. Let's do it.
All right, we are back here on episode 27. It is main event time. It is G.I. Joe Classified. Travis, this is kind of a little different than, than lines we normally cover here in the main event, as it's a current line, obviously. It's still going today. Um, I believe these debuted in 2020, and this was kind of uh, coming off the heels of uh, the toys that made us, where people were kind of getting re-excited about Masters of the Universe and uh, G.I. Joe. But this is different. A six-inch line. Kind of in scale with Marvel Legends. Um, you mentioned it earlier. That's not what G.I. Joe is. Now, I know they've ventured into different lines before. Obviously, 12-inch. And I remember some other lines that were bigger than the 3 and 3 quarter. But, again, when I think G.I. Joe, I think 3 and 3 quarter. So, what were your thoughts on these, like, from announcement to reveal and the whole deal? Uh, I was excited for them. I uh, was an early adapter to it. I jumped on the uh, preview. I was lucky enough to get the Arashikagi Snake Eyes because it came out uh, right around my birthday last year. Me and, and Scott Toon both pre-ordered that, and our pre-orders got canceled. Uh, what did, yeah, because it was through some... Oddball website or yes. something. Yes, it but was. I uh, I remember getting that and getting hyped up for for the release because they they one they were six inch, but they also were modernizing them to a point. So like putting them in more modern tactical gear and <clears throat> to where they weren't just blatant adaptations off of the uh, the cartoon. So, like, with Duke, he had his brown shirt and his bandolier, but, like, he had the the new, I guess they're like shin and knee guards mm -hmm. that went over his pants that they didn't have in the, the 80s. So, like, they, they updated and modernized them and... You know, each box had its own original uh, box art from a different comic artist. Like, I, I was, I was ready for for these to hit, and excited uh, when I started seeing them hit on Facebook and, and Twitter. It, it's one of those things, though, with a bigger figure, more articulation, more detail. So you're able to do a little bit more with the six inch line. Um, you had mentioned a lot of the Joe loyalists were not happy about this. I didn't actually know that because I'll be honest, I'm not. I was never like a huge Joe fan. I like them, but I wasn't like crazy into them. So to me, I was just like, "Oh, awesome, new Joes and they're six inch. I'm all in." Yeah, it was you know they because there have been rumblings and rumors for two three years of should they you know should they go up to the six inch because mm -hmm. with the movies, even when they did the movie with the rock and retaliation and yeah. uh, they still, they had high, high quality sculpts for the three and three quarters, but they stayed loyal <clears throat> to that three and three quarter line. And, um, you know, cause that's what everybody wanted, but you know, they're, they're trying to, expand and sell past you know maybe get kids 
in excited in a figure instead of a, you know, 35, 40 year old man that still wants his three and three quarter. It's got to look the same as I got when I had a kid. Like, so I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they took the, uh, took the plunge because, you know, like we were saying earlier, these for the past year have been hard to find and they, you know, targets got Cobra Island, which are like two of the, or three words that every Joe collector hates. It's target exclusive and Cobra Island forwards target exclusive Cobra Island. You're like, crap. I am never getting any of these because beachhead Baroness Cobra trooper, Cobra Viper, you you know, there for a while was impossible, but I will give them credit um, that uh, Hasbro has re-released all of the Cobra Island and re-released the Snake Eyes uh, exclusive as well as the Cobra Commander exclusive, the Royal Blue. Like, they have done everything in their power to get these out to everybody that wants them. So I definitely, uh, so much so that I just saw a picture today on Twitter. Someone found a breaker and a Baroness together. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I I haven't, I actually don't have the Baroness. So, um, I passed on it because I was like, I don't need the motorcycle, but now I kind of wish I would have, but truth be told, I never saw it in stores, you know, but I did get asked a couple times, like, hey, do you want this? I found one. I'm like, nah, because I'm thinking 40 bucks for the figure, 45 after tax, shipping's going to be 20 Like, nah. You know what I mean? Right. And so I, I just passed. But if that's the case, I may, I may pick it up if I see one. Yeah, it was cool seeing that, you know, because the Baroness is over a year old. Like, that, that That's one of the early was. ones. That's the first Cobra Island wave. Yeah. So they're doing everything they can to uh, – to get these figures out. So kudos to, to Hasbro. No, I agree. And I, and I think they've done right by it. Cause it's like, they knew like if these are disappearing, like I know Cobra Viper was selling on eBay for $95 or more. And that's also one of those things too. I, and I'm not condoning scalping by any stretch of the imagination, but if you buy a figure and you can right away, sell that for a hundred bucks, you'd kind of be stupid not to, right? Uh, yeah, I, Unless it's your favorite, like... Unless you want it personally, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, like, buy everything to sell it all, but, I mean, you know, part of collecting is trying to make your money back in places when you can. So, I get it. Well, yeah, and we just got out of a pandemic where people had nothing better to do than look on their phones and look on eBay and like, oh, look, the Cobra Viper is going for 100 bucks. Holy crap! I found a Cobra Viper for twenty bucks. I'm going to buy it and sell it. Like, right, exactly. You know, we're just getting out of that. You know, to where everybody was nose deep in their phone and eBay. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And uh, you know, like you said, these figures not being super easy to find. Uh, actually, we we talked about it before several months ago, back in July. Um, you were responsible for me getting a Cobra trooper no i'm sorry cobra viper because you were like hey it's on target.com go right now and i was able to get one and it has come in i actually still have barbecue pre-order but it hasn't shipped yet it's that should be hitting and i know breaker is hitting as well uh, well not not this breaker the not other me. breaker not me the other right. one 
right? But it's, not not Rick Steiner's kid either. Yeah, not, not Braun Breaker either. Yeah. yeah. Now it's uh, it, I, I'm excited, and I, I think that you know after the first of the year, there's also a Fortnite Snake Eyes coming out. Um, yeah, that's right. Because they have Hasbro has the Fortnite line now. Yep. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see where this line goes and, and who they release. So, uh, and it's you know a fun line to talk about because you know when these first came out, they didn't go on the pegs. Hasbro actually sent them in an in cap display, mm-hmm. and they were they held I don't know two of each figure maybe, um, and. The thing to do was when you bought your figures or when the end cap was empty, you got to go ask and see if you could keep the end cap. And I remember uh, getting my set because I think it was around Fourth of July, wasn't it? Last yeah, year it was in the summer. I remember. Out. I remember actually finding all of them, but Destro in the summer last year. <clears throat> and I remember going to. Uh, going to my Walmart and grabbing them and saying, Hey, I'm emptying this off. Do you mind if I take the display with me? And they said, Nope, go right ahead. So awesome. got to get that end cap display where they held, held the figures together. So there's been a lot of rumors of upcoming figures. I, I hope they continue with this line. I'm, I'm very excited for it. They've got a lot of great stuff already out and I think more to come, but uh, we're going to kind of dive into wave one. So uh, wave one had five figures, which is kind of a weird number for a wave, especially a, a first wave and some waves they've even had only had like two figures. Um, that might've been a way for Hasbro to combat the popularity of these by instead of, you know, four figures packed twice in each case. It's two figures packed four times in each case. Which is my assumption of what they did. Right. We we could only hope. But they were still, even if they were putting them out, you know, a figure, a case, it was still, you know, there was a whole major blood fiasco earlier this yeah. uh, late spring, early summer, where like major blood came out and you couldn't find him. And then all of a sudden he's, I don't want to say peg warming, but you were able to find him. Right. Yeah, it's definitely uh, interesting how it goes. And well, I mean, I always go back to the Faces of Evil 2-pack from Motu and how much that was going for. And I've seen that at Walt, at Target consistently for like probably three months now. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's your lesson of patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. Every single time. Um. Wave one, we start off with Duke. You mentioned him earlier. He's kind of, I think, what everyone always knows as G.I. Joe. I, in fact, as a kid, thought he was G.I. Joe because I didn't really know much about the story. But uh, Duke is your first character and uh, seems like uh, the most logical one to to start with. A lot of people not really happy with this one, though. I remember the first few figures people weren't real keen on, and they weren't, like, I don't think super loving Duke initially. Yeah, he... He was one that I, I love Duke. I'm a Duke apologist. He's my favorite. So any new Duke figure, I was, you know, hey, I'm I'm happy for it. Yeah. Um, but they uh, went a little different than the classic colors, and they modernized him a lot. And like I said, it's just that 
I'll call it the vocal minority because for you know for everyone that didn't like it, you had people that did like it, but the people that did like it just didn't feel like going on and having an online argument over a shoulder pad or an elbow pad or, or something like that. You know what I mean? That's usually what it comes down to. If I like something, I'll be like, that's awesome. If someone's like, I hate it, I don't dispute it. It's just like, okay. That's your opinion. You're allowed right. to have it. I mean, we talked you about Aikido Warriors. I'm sure there's people here that don't like these, but I don't care if you don't like them. I think they're fun. I want to talk about them. You know, like that's kind of, to me, what collecting will always be. Will these things go for very long? It's hard to say because it's a fad for sure. This could be pogs in six months. Like they're everywhere and then no one can get rid of them. Who knows? But for me, they're kind of a fun, cheap little collectible. So I like them. And I, I was just thinking about that. You know what will keep a keto warrior successful? Hmm. Not putting any fighting foods with it. So no fighting foods in Series 2. Dude, I, I, I hope there's a food guy somewhere in there because – I just want to rub it in your face, me and Nate. Absolutely. Like, you and your. I'm actually looking at the checklist now. Is there a food based guy? Not that I see, but because, there really, there really you know should what? be though. Nobody likes fighting foods, Nate. Nobody. <laughs> there is some really fun ones though. There's a there's an evil Knievel looking character named Burnout. He's kind of like evil Knievel and Ghost Rider. His head's a flaming skull. That's kind of fun. So, that's awesome. He's not a he's not a piece of pizza, that's for sure. Uh, second figure in the wave, Scarlet. Um, I thought this figure looked really good. Some people didn't agree as well. And again, like I think that probably comes in the fact that Motu was basically revamping the original line. GI Joe was like, no, we're going to do something totally different. So you're going to have your detractors. I didn't think it was a bad figure. I know a lot of the first wave they've actually done a redeco job on, so it's hard to know which one's which. At least for me. Right. But I thought this one looked good. I liked it. I guess my only complaint was um, I wish her hair was a little more red sure. than orange. But that's like... It's a, it's a paint I, job thing, right? I mean, yeah, it's better that I'm than really having cracked out eyes like AEW. This is true. No zombies in yeah. G.I. Joe Declassified. Exactly. Uh, third figure in the wave. This is a fun one. Roadblock. Uh, they've since redone this figure with the helmet, which I think people are enjoying a little bit more, but the original did not have that. Uh, they've actually done three roadblock figures because he was in Cobra Island as well, but uh, yep. got his massive gun. Cool looking figure. Um, I was always a roadblock fan as a kid. He just looked like the the badass, you know, like he was a fun character. This was another one that people got up at arms about because he had like a vibranium laser gun instead of a a uh, turret like a giant gun turret and yeah i remember hearing like well yeah but you know he's taller than everybody that's kind of the cool thing about this line is they are to scale also when he's standing next to duke he's a good head taller than duke and muscular and you know they they did a great job with him no i completely agree it's an awesome figure um, we also have also too interesting that they chose four um, baby faces for to throw a wrestling term out there and one villain for the line, right? Right. I, I that was an interesting choice. In uh, to round out the the good guys, our our last one we got in the regular line was Snake Eyes. Now initially, and I think this is sometimes a collecting faux pas. 
I didn't realize that he was going to be in the regular line. That's why I actually pre-ordered the exclusive. So when that pre-order didn't go through, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll still get the regular one. I just want the figure. I'm not super worried about it being the exclusive as long as I get Snake Eyes in the toy line, which makes sense of, like that he would still be included. So um, I thought this was an awesome-looking Snake Eyes. I felt like it captured him perfectly. Um, just an awesome-looking figure. I did too, and I actually liked the retail release better than the Hasbro, um, the HasLab version, because the HasLab version was a black top and, like, dark green pants, whereas this was all black, like Interesting. he is in the, the, the cartoon. So um, I, I did enjoy the, uh, the retail release better than the store exclusive interesting stuff yeah so definitely uh pretty cool so far but i feel like this last figure is what sold a lot of people on it in fact if i remember correctly jason wolf was like okay i'm in um once he saw this figure um although he actually didn't collect right away but for his birthday back in july uh we did a little birthday thing for him and we i included several classified figures and at that point he really jumped in and started recollecting them um and that's Destro. He's one of my all-time favorite villains. He's right up there with Krang and Kingpin of just villains I've always enjoyed. I've always loved the look of Destro. This figure, to me, was perfect. I don't know how you could have done this any better. It was the hardest one for me to find, which made me incredibly nervous. But my God, it is a piece of art. Uh, it's it's great. They did an amazing job. It had just enough of a modern twist, but really stayed true to form of the original. Yes. And, um, you know, I can't, you know, they knocked it out of the park with, with this one. I completely agree. Just an absolute amazing figure. Um, we've obviously from there, we've got Cobra Island. I think series two was like three figures. Series 3 was two figures. So it was, it's always kind of been like, it's a weird line to collect. It's almost like they just put out new figures. Kind of like DC Multiverse where it's like, are these even waves? Like, how are they even putting these out? It's kind of hard to, to realize sometimes. Right. But very, very are, cool. are you just adding one new figure to the last five that came out just so you got something new on the shelf? Right. Yeah. But definitely a cool line. Um I do know a uh, good friend of the show, Richard Yule, which shout out to Richard. He just picked up his uh, TV toy cast shirt. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, he uh, runs the Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast over there. He had told me that he was selling all his G.I. Joe classified. I was like, oh, really? Why is that? He goes, because I can't find them. And it's too frustrating to collect. And I'm like, I get it. Uh, now, I feel like Hasbro is aware of this, and that's kind of what you were talking about earlier. They've tried to make that right. But I also get his frustration, too, of, like, I can't find these. I'm not hitting every target. Like, if they're not there, I'm not going to buy them. And so I totally get that. Not everybody has the time or the resources to hit five or six targets every week. Oh, absolutely. And when it came to the Viper, uh, it was the second day. Because, like, the Viper originally was, like, on sale on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But then they redid it again on Thursday. And if, you know, you're not at home or have access to a computer or access to, like, a work computer that doesn't block Target.com or purchases, like, how are you supposed to 
get a Viper for cost if you just right. don't have that capability. So I, I completely, completely understand where he's coming from. Yeah, it just it was a difficult thing. And I think sometimes, too, there's that there's real toy anxiety where if you don't get it first day, you're like, I'm never going to see that again. Kind of like Baroness on the motorcycle. I just assume, well, that's never happening. Now that people are finding it, I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll pick that up if I see it. You know, just one of those things. But at the same time, like, if that hits along with Breaker, I'm not going to pay 40 bu- or 80 bucks. Like, that's a lot of money for right. that figure. So that's kind of where you have to pick and choose, too. I I agree. It's like, well, who do I want more? Do I need, right. you know, Baroness or do I need Breaker? I And then I also, agree. too, what if I see Breaker the same day that I see Goliath? That's another decision. Like, do I buy Breakers? Yeah, probably, because I think I'll see Goliath again. But maybe not. But NECA is usually pretty good about making sure people find their stuff, too. So, toy decisions, man, they're difficult. I know. Just go buy all the Akito Warriors. Right. Exactly. I'll just buy these. They're cheap. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Well, Travis, we have now reached our favorite time of the show. It is time for you to make your grand decision. Are you ready? I am, but I have a caveat real quick. Let's hear this. And, uh, you know, I'm getting all this heat from Nate and Ring Skirts about not picking food fights or, you know, fighting foods or any food fighting food fighters. I just want to say that I'm catching all the flack, but not one of my topics have been fighting foods. So... I, I'm going to pass the buck here that this has not been my fault, that this is actually your fault, Breaker, because you're not Well, you did pass it. up Food Fighters once, for sure. Yeah, I did, but it wasn't a topic. It, like, like we, we have our topics now, so we've switched to topics. So, like, maybe right. our next set of topics will be... Food fighting. And well, it, have, it, it I, might it might be in one of our future topics. I don't. I mean, we uh, we've reached the end of this one. You only have one choice left. But I'll give a spoiler. Uh, Following this, next week we'll have six topics to choose from, or categories. I, I, I guess that's better. I, I'm just trying to pass the buck because oh, this I is not it. my fault. I am getting, I am getting a lot of heat from Nate over this and. You're like big underscore you know, main on PHPW, passing that buck along, you know. Exactly. No blame like, for me. This is not my fault that I'm choosing great toy lines for us to discuss that aren't fighting foods. No, definitely, definitely. But um, but I think we have some good ones that you will enjoy, so we will uh, we will get to that. But this category, Travis, is wrestling, of course, so... With that being said, are you ready for your topics? I'm ready. Choice number one, WWF Bendems Series 1. Choice number two, AWA Remco Series 1, which I think those were all two-packs, so that'll, which that will be fun. Choice number three, the Jax Pacific WrestleMania Mini Ring with six figures. What is it going to be? I am going to choose 
like I said, because it's all fond memories. And I, I bought this. I bought a lot of these, actually, because there was multiple. But I want to go with the WrestleMania mini ring with six mini figures. You didn't even do your classic first to go. Like I was, I was shocked. You knew right away, like what was going to be. The things were fun, man. Like, oh yeah, I loved the, I loved these little guys. Like I only and they were like fifteen bucks. At, yeah, I only remember seeing them at KB, but I loved these guys because there was this, and then there was a King of the Ring and a SummerSlam. Absolutely, and I remember having the 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 window on the right hand side and seeing the six figures you were gonna get and then I remember I think one of them came with LOD two thousand and I was really confused as to why there was LOD two thousand and not the regular Legion of Doom. And um these were these were just fun because yeah. you could just add more and uh, I think some of them came with cages. And they actually, was, all, all the rings had a cage. They also had a bell and guardrails, which was really fun. And couldn't you launch them in somehow? Wasn't there some sort Some of, of them had a, had a ring launcher. Um, this particular set also included the WWF title. So for a $15 oh, value, right. it, was, it was amazing. It, and they were basically just Jack's bone crunchers, just scaled down to like probably a two-inch figure. Kind of like how Hasbro did their the mini Hasbros there for a while, like mm-hmm. when they came with those little multi packs. So exactly, yeah. Um, and it, it was really cool. You know, I know it's not in series one, but there were some little mini figures that had mini figures, but not actual figures, like a Chainsaw Charlie. So right, yeah, absolutely. Um, so really cool line. Um, like I said, I had I think two or three of these. I, I know I didn't have all of them. Because they, right there, towards the end, they were, you know, there were some oddball ones, but... Yeah. Uh, well, because they put all the great top figures. guys in the first set, so it kind of made future sets a little harder to fill with, like, quality characters, I think. Yeah. And, well, I think, yeah, and even, like, the second one, uh, you know, and we'll cover it, but I think... You know, Stone Cold, I don't think was in the first one, but may have been in the second one with the Intercontinental Belt. Yep, that was the Raw is War set, and that had Stone Cold in it. And then they did the Royal Rumble, and that had, like, LOD, Bulldog, who left the company well before that, which was interesting. Mark Marrow, Jerry Lawler. Then they included a Paul Bearer, which I was like, like, why Paul Bearer? Number one, Kane and Undertaker aren't in it, and it's like, he's not a wrestler, he's a manager. Like, why would he be in that, you know? so But that's just kind of what it was. Yeah, it's a great line, yes. and I, I can't wait to to cover it next week. It will be a lot of fun. Uh, before we go, I would like to actually go over the, the next six topics. Are you ready for our topics that we're going to have in the next six weeks? Bring it on. So your first topic will be one-off. So this line is a figures that only had one wave, so that's interesting. Your second topic will be a returning favorite, not a figure. Your third topic, which will... This is a fun one. I, I put a lot of thought into this one. A guilty pleasure. So maybe not a popular toy line, but a guilty pleasure. The fourth category will be superheroes. So that could be anything, really. The fifth topic, another favorite of mine, totally random. 
And there are some good ones in there. Okay. Finally, your sixth topic is wrestling, of course. And that's what I called it, wrestling, of course, because we always have to have a wrestling topic. Oh, yeah. So those will be coming up over the next six weeks. I'm curious which way you go. We got some fun ones in there, some ones that we uh, we passed over before, but also some new stuff. So it'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to diving into it. Um, anything else you want to add before we kind of plug up the show here? No, yeah, that's really it. I, uh, you know, we've had a, a great episode, and uh, uh, I don't have anything else to add at the moment. Well, I mean, obviously, we want to kind of touch on our, some of our. Our podcasting friends, uh, you know, real quick, I know a lot of podcasts have put us over in uh, on their shows, and we try to do the same. I think as podcasters, that's the that's the good thing to do. So I, I just want you to know if we if we miss you, it's not on purpose. We appreciate everyone that puts us over. We appreciate people that listen, anyone that's bought a shirt, anyone that's left a review, all that stuff. We do appreciate. Um, I specifically want to shout out doing the favor. We love those guys over there. It's a super fun podcast. If you're not listening, you definitely should be. I want to shout out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. It's another really, really fun wrestling show. Um, Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast is a really fun podcast where they discuss horror movies, which I love because I don't personally like watching them. But I love hearing about it, so that's really a fun one. Um, Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot is a really great one with Tim over there. He's talking to people of the uh, the Fig Life community, which I think is a really fun idea. And then, of course, obviously, um, we've got to talk about Jason Wolfe. And Howlin' with the Wolf, the Chop Shop, all the good stuff he's got going there. So always a shout-out to Wolf. And uh, that's pretty much all I got, man. Who else would you like to shout-out, Travis? We've got uh, Jeff and Scott uh, at the Fully Posable uh, Podcast. want to say thank you for having Breaker and I on. Definitely. Uh, thank you, you know, very much, guys. You, we, we appreciate it. And it was a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's been uh, already listened to or already released, but a uh, great time. Uh, talking figures and getting on with them. Uh, shout out to, you know, we talked about earlier Drew and his uh, pizza math. So shout out to uh, Drew and Caitlin on the Tales from the Estate podcast. Absolutely. One of my go-to listens. And uh, I want to shout out to uh, Ryan and Chuck and uh, Grub. Over at the Star Joe's podcast, uh, they haven't been releasing a lot of episodes, but their uh, most recent, uh, they had a, a panel on where they did a fantasy draft of uh, GI Joe's, kind of like fantasy football, where you picked a leader and yeah, it was real, uh, I listened a main to it. It was vehicle. Really <clears throat> so check that out; it was a great episode. Uh, also, Rock was on that episode, and with that, Rock, you know that's. Uh, the Open Your Toys podcast, you know, thank you for shouting us out as well. Uh, go check him out. Uh, they have an audio podcast, and then every other week they uh, go on YouTube Live and uh, talk about the new stuff. Rock's the uh, the old man that loves his vintage toys, so uh, check it out. Uh, they, uh, they have a great, great podcast out there, so uh, check all those guys out. Definitely, and um, as we record this, it's October, so get in those orders for that TV Toy Cash shirt if you uh, if you have the uh, the ability to do so, and you'll be entered into a possible prize pack, which will be a lot of fun. So you're going to want to join in on that. Um, and you know we're going to use that money to make more shirts. That's the idea is to get some more uh, some more 
some more TB Toycast merch out to you. And we hope you guys dig it. It's a really fun design. We're still kind of discussing what the next one will be. Um, I'd like to, if possible, release like a new shirt like every quarter maybe. So not a ton, but, you know, some new threads here and there for you guys because I, I think it's fun. It's And it's also a fun shirt to kind of wear out and about because it's not real overbearing, but it's but it's a fun it's a fun shirt for sure. Yes, sir. Uh, anything else, man? Uh, that's it. We are good to go. So next week will be the WrestleMania mini ring. I'm really looking forward to uh, to diving into this. I'll be honest, though, I kind of thought you'd pick AWA, so that was kind of a pleasant surprise. Uh, like I said, we, we'll get to AWA, but, you know... I think our bread and butter are these little one-offs here and there, mm-hmm. and I agree. then when you, because know, uh, we'll bring bring it to light, and people are like, oh wow, I you know forgot about that, and that's you know kind of the the charm of our podcast is, you know, yes, we can we can talk about the big guns, but yeah, every once in a while, it's nice to bring up the the little guy. I completely completely agree. So. We appreciate you guys supporting the TV Toycast, however you choose to do that. And um, that is all I got. Thank you guys for checking out the show, and we'll see you in the toy aisle. Take it easy. <laughs>